Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Sines with you, your host. And today, we got a special guest. It's Falcons defensive tackle, Hinwa Aliu, who signed with Atlanta coming out of Nebraska Kearney. And he is uh, quite the defensive force and has a unique story. So I'm looking forward to chatting with him and, you know, for him to share his unique journey to the United States and where He's gotten up to this point in his life. It's fascinating. So first things first, Hinwa, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, you know. Just I learned a lot today, learned me, and so it's good. It's been good. All right. So as we talked a little bit about off the air, you were a dominant defensive tackle and end for Nebraska Kearney, and you were a three-time All-MIAA selection and really were just making a name for yourself as you continue your dominance. But first... You came to the U.S. from Sierra Leone, and you really did not have a whole lot of background in football. So why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about how you developed the passion for the game? I mean, just like going into it, like my, like going into it, my first year, it was just kind of like you know I was on scholarship. Basically, my whole mindset was just like my parents are African, so they wanted me to just go to school and. Uh, and like football provided me the opportunity to like uh, just continue my education while also playing football. So it was, you know, I found myself in a in that situation. I was playing, you know, I got I got into like I got I met up with all the people, the Carney and like just the brotherhood that was over there. You know, I kind of got into that, and you know, like I'm like naturally like competitive, so like. Every time I step on the field, like, I want to be the best. So I try to, you know, I try to just help the team win games every, every way I can. So I just kind of put my passion into the game. And then as the years carried on and, like, how football brought so much opportunity to me, I kind of just grew to love the game. And I just – I decided, you know, I just put my all into it, just keep grinding and see what happens. Basically just help my team win games. That's all I focused on. Hinwa, you mentioned to me just moments ago that you played kicker, if I'm not mistaken. So is that a valid point? Yeah, man, I was kicker at sophomore year of high school. I was I was booting it, man. Kickoff, I had the, the 
the power, but I, I couldn't do field goals because, like, I didn't really, like, have the accuracy. It was all power, so I didn't kick off only. <laughs> Man, that's, that's crazy. And the way you've come, you know, transitioning to the defensive line and now look at you in the NFL. And I saw an article that the first game, I guess, in the NFL that you saw when you came over to the U.S. was Super Bowl forty-eight between the Broncos and Seahawks. And you said that you saw the game, and that's when you really got to see what it was like at the professional level. Walk us through what you witnessed and what were your first impressions of NFL football at the time? Like, it was it was crazy, like, watching the game. It was just so much, like, you know, Seattle had that. Just They just had so much swagger on their defense and all those, like, leaders they had, just, like, the juice they brought to the game. So, like, that kind of just, like, inspired me. I'm like, I want to do that. You know, I, I want to be like that. I want to be – I want to be that energetic. I want to, like, throw my body around like that. So, like, I kind of, you know, it looked fun to me. Like, I've always been, like, a person that has, like, really loved sport. So, I just love being outside and just running around and just doing that. So, like, football is a perfect way for me to do that. So, I kind of, I just embraced it, you know, just keep doing it. I mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Like, it's, it's, like, it's fun to me. It's what I like doing. I Like, they're, like, like, what do I do for a hubby outside of football? I'm like, I do more football. <laughs> yeah. So. And now, as we were talking about Nebraska Kearney, a D2 program, 15 and a half sacks throughout your career, which, if I'm not mistaken, you rank seventh in school history, which is quite the accolade for a player such as yourself. So why don't you talk about the program itself there in Nebraska and how it helped develop you as a player? Man, it's a great program out there in Nebraska Kearney. Like, all the coaches there, they want you to be your best. They, they're open to, like, suggestions, and, like, it's just awesome. Like, they, you know, they just let me just let me fly around and play. And uh, me and the head coach, like Coach Lynn, I just kind of liked his style. He just wanted to come to work, and, I like, I'm that type of person. Like, I just want to go to work. Like, he's just, like, he just – I go in his office, like, one-minute conversation. I'm out, and I'm like, that's what I like. I just want to – I just want to play the game and let's not talk about it. Let's just like work. And that's, that's how I'm, that's how I'm like, and that's how he was like. So that we had a good relationship and like D line coach, it's like, it's like family. I'm telling you like over there, they will treat you like family. So anybody is looking to like go to a good D2 program, that's definitely a place to go. I would say so. That's an awesome program down there. Now talking about the pre-draft process, we know everything was different with COVID-19. We know that all the top 30 visits were canceled. And for you, Hinwa, you actually worked out with Nebraska Lincoln and a number of defensive players that landed with respective NFL teams, including Carlos Davis, Khalil Davis, Lamar Jackson. Can you talk about what it was like training with those guys during the pre-draft process? Uh it was good. I mean, I didn't really like train with them per se. We, I just kind of went there for uh, for the the what the pro day basically. So that's when I kind of got to see those guys and like you know just compete with them and just do all the drills. You know, those guys are great athletes. You know, for you like the defensive linemen you were talking about, like you know they were pretty cool dudes. You know, I talked to them. They we all we just kind of did all the drills. We didn't. I just like that was like my first day meeting them. So I mean for it being the first day. I mean, I didn't have any bad impression of who they were as people and they're good football players as they were drafted. So you can, you can see. Now walk me through what went on during the post-draft process. We know rounds one, you know, all the way through seven came down. 
you didn't hear your name called. And at that point, I'm assuming it was a frenzy. Ross Jones was probably working the lines, trying to find the right team for you and your skill set. Of course, you look at numbers, who's on the current roster. So how did you end up going to the Atlanta Falcons when all was said and done? Uh, it was a good fit for me, honestly, like the way they play their defense, like looking into everything that they do. So it's just kind of like I see myself as a versatile type of player that can play inside and out as that like three tech and play at a five too. So I definitely like the way they, they run their defense. I mean, they kind of just let you go at it, which is how I like to play. Like less, you just go, you just play fast and make plays. So, you know, it's awesome. And like, just like right now going through all the meetings, I definitely know I made the right decision. Just kind of, just like the the way they embrace you and the brotherhood that they talk about, it's like it's real, and that's definitely what I want to be a part of, and that's what I I'm work I'm gonna work to earn my my part to help the team win. And Dan Quinn, who's the current head coach for the Falcons, he's a big time defensive minded coach, was the engineer of those Seahawks defenses that dominated with Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, all those guys. Now you're going to get to play for him there in Atlanta. How excited are you to play for him? Man, I didn't even know that. That's weird. Okay, now I'm, now I'm more pumped. Like, you just got me more pumped. Like, where the pads at? Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I didn't know that now. It's pretty cool. Like, he like he seemed like a pretty cool dude. Like, I wish I would have been in the facility just getting to meet, meet everybody, you know, just kind of get to see the vibe. But, like, even though it's over uh, Zoom meetings and all that we're doing right now with the whole COVID thing, uh, I mean, I definitely – Hey, he seems like a great guy, and like I'm, I'm pumped to like be a part of everything. Excited to like prove myself over there, and so that's what I'm gonna do, and that's what I'm focusing every day. And also, you got Grady Jarrett there in Atlanta, the defensive tackle, who's a perennial Pro Bowler. The guy is a is an undersized defensive lineman, probably like six one, but. He can sure get in the backfield and disrupt things. And you're going to have the opportunity to work with him, kind of be his understudy. You said you can play both inside and outside on the defensive line. So when you know you're surrounded with the player, the caliber of Grady Jarrett, how do you look to embrace uh, your role learning from him? I mean, it's awesome. Like, it's always great. Like, there's a bunch of there's great vets all around the locker room. Like, all these guys, like, we've been – like all of them, they're all great football players. So I'm definitely very, very excited to learn from every single one of them. And like just watching their film, just like you can learn so much the way the way they play in general and also like just the way they approach the game and like watching film and all that is like, you know, skill that I've been trying to develop in myself. So it's definitely a good learning opportunity for myself and I'm excited for a challenge. Now, Hinwa, I don't know if you saw earlier this offseason, the Falcons, they unveiled new uniforms. I don't know if you, if you caught them yet, and if you have, what are your thoughts on them? You talking about the black ones? Yeah. Man, those look tight. I like, man, all black. That was my favorite uh, uniform in college, so, like, definitely going into that. Man, that's, like, the monster look right there. We, we ready to tear some stuff up. That's crazy. I, li- I love it, man. I love that uniform. I've also seen a couple of rookies that have gotten some care packages from their NFL teams. Have they sent you any gear, Atlanta Falcons stuff yet or no? Yes, sir. Look at me. 
Ah, there it is. <laughs> I got my I got my little uh, 2020 rookie band over here. I don't know if you can see it, but yeah, I got I got a few stuff. I mean, it's not really that much since we're not like at the facility, but I mean, I try to rock my hat every day. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got you, man. I, I figured I'd ask just to see what you had gotten from Atlanta. But you're mentioning about the virtual online workouts that you've been partaking in with Atlanta. And I'm interested to know how that has gone for you, Hinwa, because in previous years, rookies have had rookie mini camps. So you're actually present at the facility. You're hands on with coaches. So how have you taken this different approach with these virtual meetings? Uh, I mean, it's like you can only control what you can't, you can only control what you can. So at the time we just like, just try to work with what you have. So like with all the films they send us, we're like working techniques. So like, I just try to work it outside on the field with my brother, like as, as much as I can, honestly, like I can't, like I can't do anything about the situation I'm in. I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna, attack every day and just try to be better in whatever way I can possible. That's all I can control at this moment. So I don't really, you know, it's just try to stay positive about the whole thing, honestly. And what does your training regimen look like right now? I mean, do you have a certain structure of workouts that you're putting in every single week? And, and if so, what does uh, the process look like? Uh, basically, like I just have like a routine of what I do like each day of how I want to so because because we're not at a facility to get stuff done, so I've been kind of like doing like um like the fifty two card Ray Lewis workout that he always like talks about. So I do it. I do that every day in the morning before. I used to do it in the afternoon, but now I'm doing it in the morning just because like I need I need some time to rest after meetings all day. So I just try to I try to put it in the morning so I can get it over with. So uh, I try to yeah just try to take it. I work out like Monday, Tuesday, like in the afternoon, I try to do more field agility stuff and just try to do what I can. So like it's, it definitely sucks. Like being, being at the, just being at home trying to, trying to get some work in. Like I wish stuff were hoping so I can get a, but I mean the 52 go work, I'll tell you, man, it burns. I'll tell you, I mean, it's, it definitely works. I, I, I'll tell you that much. Hinwa, let's uh, talk about some hobbies that you have. I mean, do you uh, prefer any sort of outdoor activities in your off time? I mean, just playing games uh, on Xbox or PS4 or fishing or what do you like to do? Uh, well, I like I've been playing like this game Assassin's Creed is what I do like on the down on my downtime. But like honestly, my free time, like I said, I literally just like. I'll go play, I'll shoot, I'll play basketball or like I'll do some field work because I just, I just can't stand being indoors. Like I get, I get like, I don't know, I just don't have any energy. So like I have to do stuff. Like I'm always, I have to do stuff. Like I can't sit at home. Not, but I play, I play this game, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So it's pretty good. It's what I, it's what I do sometimes on my downtime. So I'm reading this new, I've been reading this book. It's pretty good. Um, like the David Goggin book talking about you can't hurt me. So I started reading that. That was it's a pretty good book. So I've been into that. Okay. Yeah. It looks like you got a good balance of things, keeping your mind, your body active, which is important. And that leads me to my next question. Assuming everything clears up by July, at the end of July, 
Hopefully we can have teams reporting for training camp, which is when things will get fun with the pads, as you talked about. So what's your uh, mentality going to be, man? Showing up as an undrafted free agent, you know that there's going to be other players that were selected higher than you in the draft. How are you going to approach that and ultimately seek to beat them out? I'm just focusing on me and what I got to accomplish, you know. I can't really worry about anybody else. Like, I can't control what anybody else do. So, like, I'm just going to come in, try to be a, a good teammate, good leader, try to, you know, do my part to help the team win. And that's all I can control. Like, everything else, I'll let everything else take care of itself. Gotcha. Now, lastly, Henwa, before we let you off the hook, what is your message to all your supporters that have really been – you know, just instilling confidence in you through your journey at Nebraska Kearney and even now with the Atlanta Falcons, what do you want to say to all of them, especially as you make that step to the NFL? I just, you know, I love them. I appreciate everything they, you know, they do for me and like help me out, just supporting me throughout my journey and just like, you know, I always, I always, uh, I always love the support and appreciate it. So I'm always open to the fans, you know, like just, I mean, I don't really have that money coming from a small school. So it's like the people that, that love me, I love them too. That's what I say, you know. I'm sure, man, as the time comes and when you get your opportunity, people are going to know who you are coming from Nebraska Kearney. And it's been a pleasure interviewing you today, Hinwa. I enjoyed you, man. And, and I really appreciate your drive to be a great one in the NFL one day. And I look forward to seeing you take the field, bro. So take care, stay safe out there and keep up the good work. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man, taking your time to interview me. You know, always appreciate that. Thank you. All right, brother. Blessings. Yes, sir. Take care. All right. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.